Anybody finished here? I am. Thank you. Thanks, Pops. Pops ain't gonna be around long. His 11s are up. What? His 11s? Look at the back of his neck. See them two cords sticking out? They make like an 11. Once they're up, that's it. He's a goner. Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again for another weekly podcast, and today is Veterans Day. Uh, can anybody name that clip that I just put at the beginning of this wonderful podcast? I uh, probably can't. Uh, give you a hint, Mel Brooks. Brilliant, brilliant Mel Brooks. One of his, uh, I think, not so popular movies, but one I remember definitely when I was a, a kid. Uh, 11s are up. And why? Why, Josh, did you put that up here today? Because today is 11-11. Uh, I think my 11s are up, and if you don't understand what the 11s are, those are there are two cords on the back of your neck, uh, and I think my 11s have been up since I've been 32 years old, and, if, and and according to that movie, that you're about to die if you have your 11s up on the back of your neck, all corded, uh, stiff as uh, your schlong should be at 42 years old, but nevertheless, I don't have the luxury of having. The stiffness down below, but you know the stiff neck is always there. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's a uh, it's eleven eleven, and it's Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Um, are we all veterans now? Are we all are we, are we all heroes? And I've changed my tune on Veterans Day a little bit over the years, uh, going towards my uh, well now in middle age, I guess, which is always scary to uh, to realize that I'm now a middle aged man going towards death. And every day is a dying day. Uh, it's not going towards life. You know, uh, that's what's good about having kids, I guess. You could see, like, ah, you're going towards life. You're going towards something. But once you hit 35, it's, what the fuck? It's all downhill. It's all just decay and cellular death. Um, hence the 11s on the back of the neck. So check your 11s tonight. If you're 35 plus, you're dying. And uh, that, that's, that's the reality of the situation. Uh, but in terms of veterans, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, uh, I was, I guess, what you call a punk rock kid, even though I was a girl for a long time. Uh, and like I said, last time my balls didn't drop until I was probably 15 and a half, 16 years old. I was a late bloomer, as they call it. Um, but I was, a, I was a punk rock kid for probably since I was 13, 14 years old. Um, when I started listening to that music, uh, my older brother brought, you know, No Effects and Bad Religion home when I was probably in... Um, Shit, probably ninth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. I can't remember. Uh, but back then, it was all about like anarchy and you know, fuck the government and you know, uh, sellouts suck. Green Day sucks. All that shit, which I've probably mentioned before. And it's all that sort of angst, that angry youth of being a, a punk rock kid in the fucking interior armpit of uh, San Diego County where I grew up. Uh, and you know, I used to mock troops uh, back then, even though I didn't know shit about it. I would see the recruiters coming to high school. If you guys remember the recruiters, uh, recruiters, they were always kind of dipshits and douchebags uh, because that's what recruiting is in general. Anybody who uh, proselytizes, uh, is that the right word? Whoever tries to really uh, preach what they're doing and that you should be doing as well uh, are always kind of douchey. And not the recruiters are just the same. Marines, Army, Navy, uh they're, they're all the same. I mean, it, it, I don't know if Air Force, I'm sure they recruit as well. I'm not sure if all the branches do it, but I just remember, uh, I think it was Captain Bop. I think we had a Captain Bop in, um, that's a great name, Captain Bop. Uh, I wonder if she got bopped uh, a lot uh, in the barracks. 
But anyways, I remember kind of being approached by a handful of, of recruiters back in high school. And I was like, nope, nope. You see this shirt, man? You see this bad religion shirt? You see this fucking unwritten law shirt? A local San Diego band? You see this? No, that means I'm not for your government. That means I am not going to be uh, oppressed or suppressed by the man. All right? I don't take orders from nobody. I don't take orders from shit. All right? So that was the mentality for a long time, and it still is to a certain extent. It's still annoying to have so much pride in uh, in going to fight these wars that need to end at some point and are really not doing anything for the glorification of this great land. Uh, does it spark nationalism? Sure. Does it help with the uh, with the core values of what America is and to be uh, um, a member of this society? Maybe. I mean, maybe, but that, that's switched over the years, hasn't it? I mean, just, we got to be honest here. Uh, we've had a war going on for 20-something years now, the longest war in American history that really hasn't done anything. Hasn't done anything. Hasn't made oil cheaper. Hasn't uh, uh, really taken away our dependence on foreign oil or foreign entities or whatever else is going on. You know, I, I think they're mining shit in Afghanistan. I think I've heard about that. You know, all the, uh, I don't know what it is. It's uh, fucking something that makes our cell phones. So we're not, we're not getting out of these foreign uh, affairs anytime soon. We're just not. So I think we can cool it down, I guess, a little bit more on the on the uh, pride of Veterans Day. But it's more the pride of those people who obviously have served and are, are now home and probably not getting any uh, mental care or even medical care. And a lot of them might be living on the streets, just like it was uh, post-Vietnam. Is it getting any better? I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. But if you want to show pride, if you want to wear, wave your American flag after, after the shit week that America has had or the shit couple of months America has had, uh, six months now, yeah, go ahead. I mean, that, that's your right. That's your freedom. But what I the, the, the hero tag, again, the hero tag, not with veterans. Like I said, I changed my tune a little bit. I think flying into fucking Nazi-controlled, occupied areas and just running towards the bullets, I think that's heroic. I think going to Vietnam and fighting fucking guerrilla warfare and fighting ghosts, basically, I think that is noble. Not saying those people deserve to be there. They didn't. Uh, they were forced to be there, a lot, a, a good majority of them. But like I said, reading and, and, and listening and watching all these things about, especially the Vietnam War I'm really enamored with, uh, and I've studied that one a little bit more than any other war, I think. Um, and, you know, reading shit like Tim O'Brien, Robert Stone. I think there's no Oliver Stone. Was it Robert Stone? There's some some writer that wrote about uh, Vietnam quite a bit. You know, it, it, it's it's eye-opening. It is eye-opening. And it was sad that they were came back and called uh, baby killers and spit on and shit thrown at them by the fucking hippie protesters. That's sad. I don't like that. I don't like if it's going on today. I don't think... I think that's changed. I think the approach to uh, uh, Veterans Day and, and giving accolades or at least a thought, a good warming thought towards people who, who do dedicate their life to a certain amount uh, to dying for the country. I, I, there is some nobility to that, all right? Ask me that 22 years ago, I would, I would, I would sing a different tune. Sing a, I'd sing a fucking different tune like a little fucking canary in a mine. Right, it would be a lot different. But I think now we're all heroes. This is the day and age for all of us to be heroic. Not that we've gone to war. We haven't. We haven't gone to war. But I think we can now tie a yellow ribbon around our tree out front. And I think we can, as survivors of COVID, or survivors of a of a, of a, an attacking enemy, an unseen enemy, something that we can't figure out, something that we can't control. 
something that we cannot even uh, uh, fathom what it's doing to our bodies before it starts ravaging our bodies. I think now we're all survivors. Yeah, so I think you can be a survivor now. Go be prideful of Veterans Day. Show that you are a veteran of COVID-19 and you're, you're, you're a veteran of surviving Trump if you happen to be a Biden supporter. You have survived Trump. You deserve a Medal of Honor for that, don't you? And you guys have now sur- you survived toxic masculinity. You have med- made men, those feminists out there, both male and female, you have made men, you have emasculated them. You have cut off their fucking testicles, sewn them up, and shut them up. Men are not men anymore. So you're a survivor. All of you out there who have survived the toxic uh, spectrum of maleness, of masculinity, over the course of decades and decades, and maybe even hundreds of years, the patriarchy, you guys have survived. So give yourself a pat on the back. You have won. All right? You have won. You have become a veteran of all of that is wrong with society and it all starts with men because men are at fault of everything they're they're at the center they're the figurehead of everything that is wrong in our lives but we're still here to talk about them and to quell them and to tell them you can't say that word you survived this you have survived the pc movement we can't say certain words because of you guys now so you now are controlling all of it you control what we say you can control what we do. And now I'm off the masculinity thing. This is male and female. You control what people uh, are thinking to a certain degree, right? You guys have now figured out how to delve into people's brains and make them rewire what they're going to say right before they say it because they know they're going to be canceled. So you guys are heroes of the cancel culture. So you guys are our veterans, all right? You don't have PTSD. You don't have any other mental problems that comes with warfare. You don't have uh, maybe the, the that what's a million what's a fucking uh, thousand yard stare. You don't have that, right? But at least you can now be called whatever pronoun you want to be called, and that is something heroic on your part, extremely heroic. It's not like going in the fucking bush and seeing your friend's head explode by a fucking sniper bullet. In 1972, right? It's not like that at all. This is more. This is more prevalent now, right? Because the words are more dangerous than those that are trying to kill you. The words are more dangerous than the disease that is trying to kill you. It just is. So thank you, all of you who have chimed in on social media, all of you who have uh, canceled certain media personalities, certain news anchors, certain channels, Certain ideals, certain serials. That's why that's a new one I've heard. I think my son brought to me. I don't know if it's true, but there was a movement that there's no female serial characters. I'm not saying serial killers. There's a few females, but white males got the fucking we got the hold on that. So that's something we should be proud of. I'm talking serial boxes, the fucking uh, uh, leprechaun, Lucky Charms leprechaun, the fucking Tony the Tiger. You got the fucking rooster on cornflakes. Is that one? Or is that fucking rooster? What's the goddamn rooster from Looney Tunes? Rooster Cogburn? No, that's not it. Who's That guy. The fuck's his name? I'm blanking. But he was a stud. He would go and fuck all the chickens. He would fuck all the chickens. 
And no one called him out in the 1960s or whenever he came came uh, came abreast into the uh, into the Looney Tunes world. Uh, that's not the right word, but chicken breast, Chick Fil A. But the, uh, what the fuck was his name? Rooster McGee. Fuck man, I'm blanking. I don't know. I can't remember. But he was a st- Foghorn Leghorn. Fuck yeah, Foghorn Leghorn. Rooster McGee. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. He was a badass, right? But he's canceled now, so he can't be on a box of cornflakes. We had the fucking frog smacker dude. He was a dude, right? We had the wasn't there someone on Honey Grams or some shit. What are some other ones? Tricks Bunny. Yeah, they're all dudes. Where's the chicks? We have Aunt Jemima, but that's culturally inappropriate. So we got to get rid of the Aunt Jemima and the shape of the bottle that was a curvy black woman who was wearing an apron and and a, a scarf over her head. You know, we can't do that. We can't do Aunt Jemima. I can I can see that. I can see why that's wrong. But let's just get a hot. Well, we can't. No, they got St. Paulie's girl, big titties on the bottle. I don't think it's a great selling beer. It, it, I don't even think it's great tasting, but you got a nice rack. You have that. St. Pauli girl, can't you be happy with that? Why? You got the hold on it. You got the hold on St. Pauli girl from, was that Holland? Uh, you got, uh, you got like the, the beer culture. You got the Carl's Jr. commercials, right? But it's, but he, it's showing too much skin. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not a female perspective. It's not, it's, it's, it's anti-feminist, right? It's a male chauvinistic display for fat male chauvinistic pigs uh, that will eat Carl's Jr. three times a day. So I guess you don't, I don't know. Maybe just throw a woman onto a cereal box. You got Special K. Wasn't there like a leg on there or something like that? Some chick's fucking bare leg on a Special K box or on the commercial? You have the healthy stuff. So who cares? All the males get the bad shit. We get the fucking red number seven dyes. We get the fucking uh, monosaturated fats. We get the, uh, the the sugar, the massive amount of sugar. It's not saying girls don't eat Fruit Loops. The fucking toucan. His nose is a big dick, probably. You, we, camel cigarettes. You know, his his face was definitely a fucking uh, phallic symbol, wasn't it? Um, subtle. But if you really look at it, it's a cock and balls on the camel's face. But camels kind of look like a cock and balls. Their face, look, they have two giant humps on their back or one. Uh, uh, depending what kind of, uh, camel you are, bacterian, what the fuck is a camel? There's two different types of camels. I'm blanking on that too. God damn it. I used to know this shit. I used to be a wildlife aficionado and now I'm blanking. Dactarian? I gotta look that up too. Foghorn Leghorn. I got that one though. So you should give yourself respect. Give yourself respect because you're a survivalist. You have survived through this gauntlet of shit over the last six months. All right. So like I said, wave your flags. Tie a little yellow ribbon around your fucking uh, little uh, oak tree outside if you happen to have one and are privileged to live near nature. But that, that, that's okay. It's good for you. It's good for you to be proud of yourself. It's good to be a proud person. But you can't say proud boy, but you can say proud person. Right? Is that still okay? Because I don't know what's going on with the proud boys now. We haven't heard about them for a while. Heard a little bit from Antifa over the last week. Haven't heard anybody screaming. I would, I would like to. That's what was so great when Trump won in 2016 was the screaming. Not that it was good for the country, but it was hilarious to just see people sitting on the sidewalks and just wailing. That's funny at any point. If I see that happening in the middle of the street and this person is not some depressed maniac or has a massive amount of mental problems and they're just sitting in the middle of the street going, no! Nah! it's funny it's funny just like watching people trip is funny 
Watching people trip over people a dog's leash is hilarious. I've mentioned that, I'm sure, before. Watching people fall is funny. Watching people wail for really no reason is also fucking hilarious. Those people should not be proud of themselves. Those people are not veterans of this day and age. They don't have anything going for them other than screaming and whining like a little child in the middle of a sidewalk. Because life has affected them so much. All right? And decisions, decisions that people have made that are well above what we consider part of our normal society, the people that we never see, the sort of lizard cave people, the cave dwellers up in some high-rise mansion somewhere, right? Those are the people who make the decisions that you're wailing about. So why are you crying? Do you do that when your boss at Del Taco tells you to make an extra taco because you forgot? Or take out the trash? Do you go, no! Do you just sit on this fucking greasy floor of fucking KFC and you're just sliding on your own across the fucking inch of grease on the tiled floor of your local KFC and you're just wailing at your boss. I won't take the chicken. I won't dip the chicken now. Is that happening to you? It might. It might be. It's probably happened to me too. Uh, but like I said, when I was a kid, I was much different. Uh, before I turned into a male, I was a woman. Um, not really. I did have a dick and balls, but they were just like a little twig and berries for a while until I became manly, right? Until I became this masculine man. And I think I said Luther Vandross about my voice last week. It's actually Barry White, isn't it? It's more of a Barry White voice or the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond, even though he has a little bit more of a um, twinge to his voice. I don't know. I have a fucking wisp and a, and a, and a shitty mouth. Uh, but before I came that, I was just a little, I was a little shit. 91 pounds in high school, and I'm talking shit to fucking recruiters. Sergeant Bop is coming over and be like, "Hey, you want to go join the military?" I'm like, "Fuck you, Sergeant Bop. Fuck you." You know, behind her back, of course, because I was scared of her, and she could beat me up because I was fucking five one and ninety one pounds with beautiful, a beautiful mane of blonde hair, dark at the roots. My fucking Swedish, Swedish background gave me dark at the roots, and it's just golden mane. Not supple hair, I would say, but silky, just silky hair. And I would fucking wave it in the breeze before I'd go tie it in a fucking nice ponytail that reached the middle of my back to go bodyboarding or surfing. And all the girls would be like, ew, Josh, your hair. And I should have laid some pipe down back then, but I couldn't even probably get it up. I was fucking, I was 5'1", 91 pounds as a freshman. So I was tiny. I should have laid more pipe in my high school. That's what I regret as a 42-year-old man. I had my opportunities. There's chicks stroking my hair. The girls would just come up and stroke my hair. And sometimes they're older girls. You know, juniors, seniors that I was in class with. And now looking back, why was a senior in a class with me when I'm in ninth grade? She was a, probably a retard. I mean, I, why were they in the same class with me? I wasn't smart. I was far from intelligent as, as a student. But why did I have juniors and seniors sometimes in my classes? Is that how it went back then? I don't know if high school's like high school's not like that anymore. When I taught at high school, God forbid, or fucking the lonely two years that I taught there, the horrific two years I taught high school, I taught all ninth graders. There, there, I, I didn't teach mixes. I guess that was English. Maybe it was a math class, a science class, but I think I was just with fucking moronic chicks who like to touch men or little boys' hair. And I should have called me too out a long time ago, but I was still kind of like, woo. I was still wanting to get laid probably, fantasizing about it, but not knowing how to pull that trigger. And I never known how to pull that trigger. I've never been a guy like that. I've been the biggest pussy about that stuff my whole life. 
women. I never, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, I guess she was hitting on me. I'll, I'll realize that two years later. Ah, all right. I guess she did like me eight months later. Eh, ruined that chance. Yeah, I went to a girl's house for Halloween one time. I think I was like 15 or 16. And I sat on the other side of the couch with her the entire time. Like, it was an eight-foot couch. She was on one side, I was on the other. Then she went to the bathroom or to the kitchen or some shit. She sat closer to me. And I was still just fucking pinned up against the, the arm of the couch. Going, what do I see a good movie? I, I was such a fucking pussy. Just a pussy. If I could relive that life, I would relive that life. And I'd probably do the same exact thing. I don't know how these guys do it. The macho men, right? I don't understand it. I, I've never had that. I was never taught that. I never really saw it. All the people, I, most of the people I hung out with were pussies too. They didn't fucking, they didn't pull the trick. Me and my friend used to go down, we used to drive. Cause we lived in the fucking Bohunk of California, Southern California. So it took about a half hour to get anywhere. It took a half hour to get anywhere. So I'd put my fucking, I'd put my silky fucking hair in a, in a ponytail. And I would be like, all right, let's go to the mall. And the nearest mall to us was a half hour away. So my friend would get in his, his shit car, whatever it was, some car that was fucking honestly held together with duct tape and, and uh, wire hangers. And we would go down to the mall together. And we would, we would walk around and search, seek out chicks at the North County Fair in Escondido, California. And we thought we were cool. I'd have like my Dickies jacket. You know, I'd have my, my quaff of hair. Until I cut, I cut it off one year just to be more punk rock. Because punk rock kids didn't have beautiful conditioned hair. Although I did. Uh, I guess some of it. Was surf punk, I guess. Maybe some bands like that had it. Uh, but yeah, I would go there and just say, yeah, let's go get some chicks. We didn't get anything. We would run away. We would go in the opposite direction. We would see girls at the food court. At the fucking Cinnabon or Sabaro or fucking uh, Orange Julius stand. We would see them be like, ah, they're, they're cute. Wow, look at them. And then they would look our way. We would we'd skitter like a couple of fucking mice with no balls. We would just go away. We would just go away. Ah, they looked at us. And we were on the way home. Yeah, we probably should have talked to them. Ah, it was close. It was a close one. We could have, And sometimes we would just follow around. We'll follow them around creepily. Just creepily. They would go like into hot topics, hot hot topic, and we'd ah poser chicks, man, poser fuck them. They're gonna buy a offspring shirt at Hot Topics, and we turn around with all our smugness, and my hair would just shine in in in, in the reflection of the Abercrombie and Fitch uh, uh, display. You just see the shine. You just see this little golden mane, just whoosh, and the the smell of lavender and chamomile or whatever conditioner that I took from my mom, and and, and soaked my hair in. And we were just, we were better than them, all right? We were better than those girls because they went into hot topics. But we were just idiots. We were just fucking idiots. And we should have, like I said, pulled the trigger a lot. Can we say that? Can we say pull the trigger anymore to get laid? Should have pulled the trigger. Laid pipe. Is that uh, flog the dolphin something different? Um, but I think we could have done more. I think we could have done more. And I've always been like that. I've always been kind of a puss. Uh, I remember the first time I got high uh, was, I think I was 16 or 17. I drank before I started smoking weed. And it was really like a stigma for some reason for me not to smoke weed. I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe it was like the punk rock attitude, even though a bunch of punk rockers were drug addicts and fucking heroin addicts and shit. Smoked weed before shows at Soma, which was the big main venue that we used to go down and watch punk rock shows at in San Diego. was Soma live down in uh, uh, Kearney Mesa, or I guess almost Point Loma, wherever, whatever the fucking area was. Um, not Kearney Mesa, it was, um, what the fuck was it? 
They had a couple different locations. Anyways, I can't remember. Uh, and you're kind of going towards Point Loma, Point Loma, Ocean Beach. Can't remember what the fucking area it's called. So we'd go down there and drink before shows and shit like that, obviously. And But I didn't really get high. I wasn't into it for some reason. Uh, one is because my fucking brother, for a while, he's like, oh, don't smoke, man. He, he was going through some weird transition. Broke up with a, a girlfriend he had. Then he started hanging out with coffee shop girls that we called them. Uh, kind of like pseudo-hippie girls that lived in uh, uh, like the Inland Empire of San Diego County, like us. And there's coffee shops. And they would go there. And they would look like hippies. And some of them were kind of hot in that hippie way. Some of them looked like Skeletor. One of them looked like Beetlejuice. Not in a good way. Uh, just sunken eyes. Very small frail uh she needed to eat meat uh, even though they didn't probably but we call them the coffee shop girls and they hung out my brother hung out with them and he kind of got into that sort of hippie spell of just drinking java man and drinking that but not smoking weed which is kind of weird because the coffee shop girls in this day and age are probably the weed smokers and i'm sure most of them did i'm sure most of them smoked pot in their little fucking uh dreadlocked heads i'm sure they kept a joint in there somewhere um, or they're probably dead now. I don't know. I don't know. Or they're fucking successful. I have no idea. But I was a drinker, right? And my brother would try to pull me along to these places and invite me to the coffee shop. I'm, like, I'm not going there. Do they serve beer? I was 17. They can't, I couldn't buy it if they did. Um, but I wasn't into that vibe, man. I wasn't into the, the whole weed smoking. I wish I was, probably would have got into that more than the booze. Because the booze is, is obviously worse, worse for your body, I think. Uh, or it definitely is. And you know, the weed is more of a relaxing thing. So if I would have switched gears and been more of a pothead rather than a booze hound, I'm not sure where my life would end up today. Where would I go? What would what have happened? I'm not sure. Would I be a better person? Possibly. Would I be more successful? Most likely. Right? But I went to the way of the booze. But when I first got high... I was at a friend's house, and he lived close to, uh, like, the downtown of, if there was a downtown in my hometown, um, and he had his own little separate kind of room away from his parents' house, for whatever reason. He was probably 17, 18, too. He was a junior or senior like I was, and he had a little separate room, and his parents didn't bother him, uh, and we would have little get-togethers over there, right? And one night, we just smoked. I think we were drinking, too, and they're like, Josh, do it. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, and then I, I just fucking... Took way too much, like you do the, your very first time when you smoke weed. I had way too much, and I was high as a kite. And he lived near enough to Taco Bell that we could walk there. And I was, we were hungry, of course. We were young. We were stupid. I still hadn't got laid yet. I was pent up. Uh, uh, but I was horny for Taco Bell at that moment, right? I wanted a fucking Mexi Melt on my fucking face. And when we walked over there, it was closed. I'm like, ah, fuck, it's closed. And when we, we, we walked through the drive-through, we didn't drive through because none of us drove. We just walked there. We walked through the drive-through, drive-through, knock on the fucking window, and ordered shit. And I remember there was this girl that worked there for a while. Can't remember her name. She was cute. She liked me. I remember I heard ah, she likes you, man. And every time I went to Taco Bell, I uh, drove through. She would kind of get like shy and like oh, they kind of weird. She was younger than we were, you know, maybe a, a sophomore or something. Um, but she would get shy, and I'd be like, oh, I know she likes me. Maybe I should invite her out for a gordita. Yeah, maybe I should eat her gordita. Um, but I didn't do anything. Again, it didn't fucking pull the trigger. So on this Veterans Day, if you're young, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna give this talk to my son. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. He's got to do it in honor of our veterans. Don't be a pussy. Be a hero. You'll look back on that time and be like, yes, I'm glad I fucking ordered that gordita and asked for uh, if I could dip my fucking nacho cheese in her. I, I wish I could have done that. I wish I would, have, I would have done that. But I wouldn't be who I am today, right? I wouldn't have this lovely, fantastic podta- podcast going for me. 
I wouldn't have anything really going for me, right? But I would have that memory of that chick from Taco Bell who we ordered walking through high as hell and ordering I don't know what, right? So we knocked on the door, knocked on the window. She gave us shit. You know, I can't remember what we paid. I don't remember. Did I get a fucking seven layer? Did I get a fucking Mexican pizza? Did I get a, a fucking a bean burrito? I don't remember. I don't remember what I ate. I just remember going back to the friend's house, his room, filled with smoke, fucking Cheech and Chong moment, and just sitting there eating the best fucking Mexi melt that I've ever had, fantasizing of what I could have said to the girl at the Taco Bell drive-thru. The one who got away. There's plenty of those that got away. I think back on a lot of that. A lot of it. So that's what I'm thinking about on Veterans Day. Not the memory of some warfare. Not the memory of some heroic moment I've had uh, saving a friend's life. Jumping on a grenade to, uh, uh, to help other... That, what am I looking for? Sacrifice. Am I sacrificing my own body for the good of others? To have them go home in one piece and raise a family and live the American dream. I'm not... I, I'm not I have no memories of that. I have memories of fucking drinking too much before a show, puking in alleys, puking on my friend's head, uh, eating Taco Bell high for the first time because I didn't want to go to a fucking coffee shop where I probably could have got laid if I would have just ordered them a mocha. These hippie chicks probably put out, and I didn't fucking pull the goddamn trigger. But that's my life. That's my life. And that's kind of what we did in high school. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a town I grew up in. If you guys grew up in a city or with, where you actually had things to do, good for you. But in the town I grew up in, we didn't, we didn't have much. We either had to drive a half hour to an hour long a drive down windy hills to get somewhere. So if you're intoxicated, not the smartest. Uh, there's, there's plenty of people who got DUIs. Pl- plenty of people who died on these roads. Not, no one I knew specifically, but that happened. There was, there was a stories of people that, that go in these hilly uh, drives, intoxicated, high, drunk dying right there's a lot of rocks to hit there's a lot of little mountains to go off of so what we did as high schoolers we stayed in town what else are you supposed to do so that's that's kind of where the boozy lifestyle thing started for me didn't didn't get to the get to the drugs and weed or the hard drugs luckily i knew some friends that went to the hard drugs uh luckily i never did i never even tried a hard drug no cocaine no heroin i wish i had have you seen iggy pop have you seen people who have who fucking done heroin they're like they're preserved, they're fucking preserved and they're ripped, and I I should have I, I wish I would have gone that down that route instead of being a fucking pussy looking at tits and ass across a fucking dirt parking lot where we're all drinking Paps and Meisterbrow and fucking Lowenbrows and and Schlitz. That's what we did. That was the weekend. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, let's just go hang out in a field. All right. And then my house became kind of the party house for a little while, the party garage. We called the garage the pub. You know, I had my drums in there. I was a punk rock kid. I'm like, yeah. I cut off my fucking beautiful ponytail, and I let uh, my hair kind of, uh, I dyed my hair different colors. You know, I put soap in it to make it spike up more. If I went surfing, which I did often, an hour to get there, an hour to get back. We did that a lot. I would just keep the salt water in my hair. I wouldn't wash it, so it just looked all grungy and punk rock. That's what I did. I wore my fucking dad's postal uh, uh, mailman pants, but I cut them off because I was anarchist and I was against the government. And that's probably a federal crime to cut off a mail mailman's pants. But I wore those as shorts, right? Uh, I had ironic fucking Hawaiian shirts that I wore for a while that I got through in the thrift store. I had my Clark Griswold white shoes that I bought for fucking uh, 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 graduation, which I barely graduated. 
not because of the grades, because of other shit that I've probably talked about before. Um, but that's a memory of high school, right? That's the things that I look back on quite a bit on this on today's on, on Veterans Day. The memories, the memories, all that shit. Um, and I've done dumb shit, of course. Uh, what I've never done, though, you know, walking through Taco Bell is that dumb? I don't know. Um, but the, what's really dumb and really irking me the last couple of days, or was it just yesterday, that now people are starting to call out uh, Taco Bell. And uh, I was just mentioning Taco Bell, and Taco Bell's shitty. It's never good. I'd much rather go to Del Taco than Taco Bell. We don't have a Del Taco near here. I miss Del Taco. You can get a couple bean burritos for two bucks, and they're actually, they're weighty. You know, they got some weight to it. They're half-pound bean burritos. I like the green sauce. I like the red sauce. Their cheeseburgers are shitty, but kind of cafeteria good. I'm, I'm just a Del Taco guy more than Taco Bell, but we don't have that. But when I do go to Taco Bell, I never really feel that great, or I feel really bad when I'm eating it. But what's really horrific is what's going on. People are protesting now Taco Bell. Have you guys heard about this? People are actually were in the streets, I think, yesterday. I think it's fucking California. Of course, it's fucking California. Because you could do anything in this stupid-ass state. You could protest anything. Life is shit. The roads are shit. Our fucking mortgage rates are shit. Taxes are high. Everything is shit in the state. I can't find a good golden uh, quality right now to the state. That's just the mentality I'm in right now. That's the state I'm in right now, uh, uh, mentally speaking. I don't find anything good about this place at this moment. I just don't. But what, of course, you could protest Taco Bell in California. It's like a California, Florida thing. You can do whatever the fuck you want in these states because no one really cares. They're just like, yep, there's California. And no wonder people hate us in other parts of this country. No wonder they look at you and be like, oh, you're fucking fuck from California. I'm like, yeah, sorry. That's my fault. It is my fault. I don't, I don't have pride in this. I don't have pride in being from California. When I moved to other states, I kind of had a little bit of like, yeah, I'm from, you know, the sports pride. Still a Chargers fan for some goddamn reason. Padres fan. I had that pride. But I wasn't ever prideful. Oh, you're from California. Yeah, I'm from California. You surf. Yeah, yeah, surf. Oh, yeah. Never said bro or dude. But yeah, I'm from California. Um, but now they're protesting Taco Bell. And it's not people protesting Taco Bell that they got rid of the Mexican pizza. That I can kind of see. Mexican pizza, I've had it maybe uh, half a time, half a dozen times in my life, maybe. I don't know. But they got rid of that for some reason. No idea why. But now we have Taco Bell vegans that are protesting that they got rid of potato items on their menu. So Taco Bell made some sort of logistic decision. Uh, I'm assuming they're, they could, they're probably, in terms of business-wise, smarter than me in terms of what is doing well for their business or not. So they decided to get rid of potato products because it's probably not selling. It's probably not doing well in the market. So they get rid of potatoes. I don't know if I've ever eaten anything fucking remotely potato-ish at Taco Bell. I didn't even know they had potatoes. But apparently they had a, t a potato something, potato taco, potato burrito. I don't know. I, I think they had tater tots or some shit. I guess that's potato. But they got rid of it. And now we have Taco Bell vegans saying Taco Bell doesn't care about vegans. If you're eating at fucking Taco Bell and you're a vegan, you're not a true vegan. One of my really good friends, he turned vegetarian for a little while when he was young. Like 19, 18. I don't know why. But we would go to the beach and we would be on our way home. And we would stop at like, I don't know, it's just Carl's Jr. or some shit. And if you go to Carl's Jr. back then, they didn't have a fucking Beyond Burger. They didn't have some sort of soy uh, preservative uh, patty. That they have now, excuse me, in this day and age, which is probably worse for you because all those fucking oils that they put in to make it taste like beef. It's not good for you. Just eat the fucking beef. But the Taco Bell vegan, 
uh, or excuse me, my friend who became vegetarian, we would go to Carl's Jr. and I would get, you know, fucking Famous Star or a goddamn barbecue Western burger, whatever it's called. And he would get uh, a fried zucchini and french fries. He wouldn't buy anything, any of the burger product because most of it was chicken or beef. He would buy the fried zucchini and fucking french fries. Is that good for you if you're a vegetarian? I understand it's vegetarian. I understand it's a semblance of, of, of a vegetable. But it's not actually a vegetable when you fucking batter it and then deep fry it. It, it. it takes all the vegetation quality away, I think. Were they tasty? Yeah. Dip it in some ranch, right? Get some buttermilk ranch packets. Fucking de- uh, douse those fu- motherfuckers. You dip the whole thing in where you just get your tip of your uh, thumbnail and the tip of your index finger fucking wet with schmegma. Wet with the fucking creamy cum of buttery ranch. Fucking buttery ranch. Right? Buttermilk ranch. And you just fucking eat that shit. You eat the 12, 15 pieces of, of fried goodness. And I don't think you felt good afterwards. I don't think he lasted very long as a vegetarian. But that's what it kind of reminded me of these Taco Bell vegans. They're upset because they can't eat anything at Taco Bell. Have you ever heard of a fucking bean? You idiots. A, a fucking bean burrito is vegetarian. A bean burrito, I think, is vegan. I don't know if they have lard I don't know if they even fucking have real beans. I think it's dried. They're dried beans they throw water on. I don't think there's any um, animal product in it. Maybe there is. I don't know. If you get a bean burrito with a fucking tortilla, no goddamn uh, cheese, isn't that fucking vegan? You dip, you fucking assholes. So why are you protesting Taco Bell? Eat beans. It's good for you. It's a magical fruit. It's one of those fucking, I think it's a, one of those, what's the fucking five? I can't remember. The people who fucking live, live the longest. I think one of the things they eat a lot is fucking legumes. They eat legumes. They eat beans. So talk about fucking fried potatoes not good for you. I don't know why you're up in arms about a fucking potato. I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me at all. So don't go to Taco Bell if you're a vegan. I know it's cheap. I know they got dollar menus. I know all of these things. And I can't afford fucking vegan food. Have you seen how fucking expensive vegan food is? And especially in the stupid county I live in. I went to a vegan restaurant the other day to deliver some shit. It's like $15 for a fucking plate of nachos. 15 bucks. A burger's $14 for a fucking non-beef burger. So this shit's not cheap. I got it. I understand. But eat fucking beans. Get a goddamn bowl of beans. Get a bean burrito. Get a fucking bean taco, which I sure, I'm sure as shit will, they'll make you. Right? I think Taco Bell will do that for you. Or go somewhere else. Fucking cook at home. You can cook a fucking pound of beans for like $1.50. If you know what you're doing. So these people are definitely not heroes. Definitely not heroes whatsoever. Alright, what else was I going to talk about? Fuck. Alright. Uh, speaking of fucking people who... Not, not saying the Taco Bell vegan uh, uh, protesters are loud. I'm sure they're annoying if you just talk to them. But I'm annoyed by everything. I don't know if you guys have reached that conclusion yet. I'm annoyed by everything. I live, I, I'm annoyed by every place I've lived. Every place I live, I get annoyed with. All, all of it. I, was, I wasn't annoyed with my hometown as much. 
because it, it was my hometown. I didn't know anything. But when I got older, then I started getting annoyed. I'm like, I don't want to live here anymore. I want to live somewhere else. I want to live somewhere cool, man. I, I, yeah, I got annoyed by that. Now I look back and I'm like, ah, it's fond memories of drinking in fucking uh, 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 dirt hillsides uh, and, and and fucking uh, empty empty fields with a cow lowing nearby. Uh, never cow tipped, but you know it, we probably got close. Um, but yeah, fond memories of growing up in the country. I, I like. Then I moved, got annoyed with where I lived, too loud, too busy. Then I went to school, hated that area. Eventually, beautiful area, but I, I got annoyed by people who don't wear shoes to school. I got annoyed by the pseudo hippies going into their mom and dad's BMW to drive home to the apartment that their mom and dad paid. I got annoyed with that. Then I moved somewhere. I got annoyed with that place. I got annoyed with everywhere. That's just me. I'm a contrarian cunt. I just am. I can't do... The South, I liked. I think that was the one place I was actually sem- somewhat happy. Or somewhat like, I kind of like this place. There was no frills. Outside of the, the college people that I hung out with, the academics, the writers, there was no pretension. There was no pretentiousness. Uh, it was just like kind of more down-home people on the outskirts. Yeah, but then I get annoyed with the college life. I did. But I, I, that was the one place. But I, I think I was doing something. I felt like I was doing something back then. So maybe that's why I didn't get so annoyed. Then I moved back to California. Get annoyed at this again. Always. Always annoyed. Uh, and another thing that does annoy me are loud talkers. And people who let their cars idle seem to be the same people that are loud talkers. And what I mean by loud talkers, and let me, I've gone on this tirade, I think, but I went hiking this morning for, for five miles with my dog, kind of a hike run, you know, went out for about an hour, hour and a half. And people who talk on their phones while they're hiking, they shouldn't be hiking. That's annoying. Uh, we don't want to hear your conversation. We just don't. It's just like the person who's at a store who's going through the checkout line. If you're at like a fucking supermarket or a, a fucking uh, a Ross or a fucking Macy's. I don't know where you shop. If you're, But the people who are on the phone talking while they're fucking getting ch- checked out are fucking lifeless. They're useless human beings. Hang up the phone. Tell the fucking other boring person on the other line that doesn't matter in life. Tell them I will call you later. I have to check out now. I have to make eye contact with a human over my fucking mask. They can't see any other facial features except my eyes. All right, so I want to make some human contact with a person who's making minimum wage to make them feel like they're doing a good job. Uh, and have maybe a little conversation with them. I don't converse with anybody because I'm special. But I try to be nice. I try to be civil. I try to be as, as warm as possible. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Good day. Have a good day. You too. Oh, thanks a lot. No fucking phone. No phones on my ear. No fucking earbuds in there talking to someone. Just put it away. Those people are also the loud talkers. They talk too loud. I don't want to know your fucking conversation. There's this lady down the street. She goes on her porch every once in a while in warm weather because everybody's a fucking pussy here and they can't handle the cold. It gets 60 degrees and God fucking, thank God, it's fucking finally now in the 50s and 60s. Here, finally. It's actually getting chilly at night. I'm wearing a sweater right now in the garage, in the dungeon. It's, it's glorious. But this lady down the street from us, I can hear her whole goddamn conversation because she is loud. Loud. Why would you talk on your front porch that loud for people to hear you? I'm sure now my neighbors can hear me yelling into this fucking microphone, but probably not because they're too busy talking to their fucking friend in North Dakota about the Trump election. I don't know what they're talking about. They're fucking loud. That's all, that's all there is to it. And you see these people in restaurants, 
but they're not open anymore. But you see them around restaurants. You see them ordering fast food. You see them walking down the street. You see them exercising. They're talking. They're fucking jogging and they're talking. Get off your phone. I just read something that we're on our phone four hours a day on average, which seems little to me for some reason. That seems, that seems like a small amount. But I think that adds up to two months out of the year that we're on our phone. So we're living outside of our phone for only 10 months. And a lot of that time is fucking during sleep. If you happen to be so privileged and lucky to sleep, unlike me. So we got the loud talkers who are everywhere. It just seems like a new thing. Then we have the people who idle in their fucking or warm up their car. Have I talked about this? Probably have. I don't give a shit. Nobody listens. My five listeners, I apologize. But the people who idle, and I think it's the same fucking asshole lady who talks loud on her porch. I hear a car start up at six in the morning. It's not a quiet car. It's not a Prius or a fucking uh, a leaf. It's a... And it's fucking idling, warming up in a non-snowing land. You don't need antifreeze. You don't need anything. I don't even know if you do need antifreeze even in the middle of fucking Montana still. I don't know. I think cars uh, have progressed to not use antifreeze. They're fucking... They're, they're sucking the life out of some poor Cambodian child who's making the fucking engine or wherever they're making them at. Yeah, I'm sure that's happening. And they're fucking, they're the iron ore that they're fucking uh, pillaging from Afghanistan or wherever the hell it is to make our engines. Sure, sure, that's sad. But it's, it's, it's a warm place. It's 40 degrees in the morning. You don't need to warm up your fucking 2019 uh, fucking Ford. Whatever it is, Mustang or whatever the shit it is, GT, I don't know what it is, blah, 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 blah. the fake fucking noise. You know, not these nice old 70s cars, these fucking hot rods that were back then, the fucking the iron, the masculine cars. The fucking Steve McQueen bullet cars, right? We've got rid of those because we've been emasculated. So now we have to add these fucking muffler noises and engine noises to make us sound badass because a little fucking 18-year-old hairless prick that's driving it and fucking going 80 miles an hour down the goddamn fucking 40-mile-an-hour road, he's he, he has no balls. He has no dick. This is all he has because women have emasculated him. The movement has emasculated him. Other males have emasculated him. He's now feminist, but he has his car. And he can idle for 27 minutes at fucking 6 in the morning to go to his goddamn job at Home Depot. He could do that and pay his $600 payment that he can't afford on his $13 an hour job. Right? Because we're all poor and we're all living in this state. All right? So if you want to talk loud, if you want to order your fucking goddamn uh, potato tacos, if you want to protest about those potato tacos, go for it. Go to Del Taco. I think Del Taco sells potatoes. They're better. Del Taco's better. Or fucking re- even amp it up and go to a real fucking Mexican food place. Not Chipotle. Fuck Chipotle. Chipotle sucks. Go to something with a Berto at the end of it. Any Berto out there. Go there. They'll stuff some fucking potatoes in a goddamn tortilla. Give you some goddamn uh, salsa. Hold the sour cream because you're a vegan cunt. But they'll give you something. Go to the real place. You'll only pay a couple extra bucks. But in this state, you'll probably pay $9 for a fucking burrito. But if you go somewhere where there's normal people living, you might spend four or five bucks for that burrito. All right? Happy Veterans Day. I'll talk to you guys next time. Enjoy the rest of your day.
did you actually say freedom? Well, if you're dumb enough to vote, you're fucking dumb enough to believe them. Because if this country is so goddamn free, then I can burn your fucking flag wherever I damn well please. And then I'm going to stick it up your fucking ass!